It is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team at 604-695-LORI, L-O-R-I, or visit their website, pinkowski.ca. You can call her and her team today with any questions you have about investing or retirement. But right now, we're going to get an update, taking a look at the markets. Hey, Lori, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. How are you? Nice Uh, to talk to you. You as well. Very well. Hope you're doing uh, well also. I am. Thank you. (laughs) Let's uh, let's talk a bit about the market. So always good to get an update uh, and a lot of movement. Yeah, I mean, it's continued volatility. We saw the U.S. markets open relatively flat, uh, slip a little bit uh, into the red here, just down maybe a third of a percent. But the TSX, the Canadian markets are uh, down more, down about one and a half percent right now, basically because we're seeing oil slip further. Um, and, and that's really because investors are continuing to monitor recession signals, really. Uh, yesterday, we saw a sharp decline in oil, logging its worst day performance since November 2021. Uh, oil prices have settled back below $100 a barrel. So although uh, this is good for us, uh, you know, getting gas at the pump uh, in the coming weeks and months, if oil continues uh, to slide lower, uh, that's usually negative, of course, for oil stocks or the Canadian market. So we'll be watching that closely. Hmm, interesting. I know a lot of people are certainly watching the prices and gas prices and wondering what the, the near future looks like there. Well, exactly. I mean, there's also expected to, we're expected to see uh, the supply of oil rise as well. Uh, Western sanctions aren't really working as well as uh, one would hope uh, to decrease Russia's oil exports. You know, Russian oil is at a discount now. And so countries like China and India are really taking advantage of it. Uh, but, you know, it's likely we haven't seen the last of high oil prices. Uh, Russia set to switch off uh, pipeline for maintenance. And the worry is, is that they, you know, continue to have it uh, not functioning going forward just to kind of hurt Europe. But again, I think that uh, my opinion on that is, uh, you know, wait and see. I, I don't think that that's going to happen. But again, it's something that we're watching. It's a story that's developing over the next few weeks. All right. So we'll have to continue watching that one uh, for sure. What's the update as far as uh, the economy in general? Yeah, this is a time when bad news is is sort of good news, right? So any cool down in economic activity pointing towards some some weakness will actually be kind of good for markets. And and the hope there is is that the Fed uh, won't be as aggressive with increasing interest rates going forward. Uh, we know that uh, here in Canada they're likely going to increase by three quarters of a point. That's what's expected. Um, and when the U.S. meets next time, uh, another three quarter point. Um, possibly uh, one percentage point increase in, in rates in July here. But again, if we see some weaker economic data, that's going to uh, benefit the stock market. Again, we need a catalyst to change the trajectory of the markets, which we just haven't seen yet. So there's just not a lot of buyers going in. So that's why you've seen uh, the markets have the worst first half of the year since 1970. Uh, so for investors, right, it's, it's really wearing on people because it's lasted so long. This is very different from, say, the pandemic crash and the uncertainty there. That was kind of like a three, four week situation and the market started to move higher uh, because the Fed was kind of working with the economy. And and at this point, they're kind of working against it. Right. They want it to slow. So this is what we're seeing in markets now. So when we're looking 
at the data that's coming out from the economy, it is mixed. We're seeing some areas of a, a possible cool down uh, and some areas, you know, just aren't uh, aren't seeing that as of yet. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how the next inflation numbers come in uh, here in the coming week. Yeah, exactly. We were talking a bit about real estate earlier on in the the program, taking a look at uh, sales numbers down, but not the same price uh, price fall, but also, like you said, with inflation having a big impact on that. Well, exactly. So real estate, you know, we've been talking about quite a quite a bit here in the NW. Um, you know, when you look at real estate sales and, and they're coming down and prices, uh, you know, have declined just slightly in major markets like Vancouver and Toronto. Uh, you know, my opinion, we're going to see a lot more of that. I mean, when you think about mortgage rates going up the way that they have, it's such a short amount of time. Uh, to me, there's just no way that can't impact the real estate market, um, uh, you know, greater than what we're seeing right now. And so I think that's going to filter into the real estate market in the coming uh, in the coming months for sure. All right. Let's talk a little bit about retirement. Certainly uh, top of mind for a lot of people. Uh, some challenges, but trying to find that happy balance uh, for a retirement uh, that works for you. Yeah, you know, we often picture life after retirement as happy, stress-free, relaxing, um, you know, a, a very positive experience. But, you know, there is a, a part of retirement, and, and again, because I deal with so many retirees, I see many who retire very successfully, uh, and some that uh, I think, you know, struggle to find purpose in, in their day-to-day lives uh, because they identified possibly so so much with what they did. And so it's really important to take time, not just planning for retirement in the financial sense, but also to think about, you know, how am I going to create goals for myself, um, accomplish things, you know, and, and, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, sit around watching daytime TV uh, and make sure that you're living life, you know, again, and, and continue doing that. And I think that's really important. Um, And, and, and that can be a real challenge for a lot of people. It takes commitment and time to figure out what your passions are, right? You now have the time, uh, to try new things, um, you know, spend more time with family, friends, be social. Uh, but having purpose in retirement is just so important to find that, you know, find quality, uh, balance and, and really a happy lifestyle that can create um, more successful aging and, and help you live a, even a longer life, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. You don't want to two weeks in think, oh, this is great. I've been spending all this time with friends and family, but then realize, okay, that was two weeks of that. What do we do now? Well, exactly. You know, it's, and it's not too hard of a task. You now have plenty of time to try different things. Um, you know, and purpose can be large or small. It can evolve over, over time. It, it just needs to be something that fills you with satisfaction or a sense of accomplishment. Um, some of the things that I've seen personally with uh, successful retirees uh, is volunteering, right? There's countless organizations, um, you know, homeless shelters, Big Brother, Big Sister program, animal shelters, charity shops, thrift stores, uh, community gardens. Um, volunteering is really a great opportunity to be social and lend a hand at the same time. 
uh, working part-time. You know, a lot of retirees feel that it's retirement, so they shouldn't work at all, uh, where some people have really uh, had a successful uh, bout with uh, part-time work. I, I've seen people go to the Okanagan, work at wineries, and, you know, it's just keeping them social, keeping them interacting uh, with people on a daily basis, and uh, or mentoring as well, right? A lot of uh, retirees have a lot of knowledge and expertise under their belts, so to share that with younger people, I think, would be great as well. Uh, getting involved with your community is another idea, right? Right. Um, and just staying fit, keeping active, exercising, uh, having kind of a plan every day, right? Wake up at a certain time and decide, you know, how am I going to spend my day? And I think that's really important in terms of finding purpose and, and, and having purpose in retirement. And, and that one of the best ways, uh, Jill, is learning new skills, right? Uh, when you think of some of the new hobbies you could take up, you know, I only wish I had the time to do some of these things, you know, whether it's, you know, learning another language or or dance or you know uh, for others I've seen playing the guitar taking poetry I Gardening is a huge one for retirees, uh, you know, especially my dad. He, he loves his garden and you can't separate him from that. Uh, but, you know, quilting or knitting, woodwork, I mean, there's just so many things. And I think it's just so important that as a retiree uh, that you find something that you love and have passion about. Uh, and the grandkids are great and that's so important. But you always have to focus on you as well. Right. And like you said, making uh, doing things that are make you happy and the ones that you just listed off too, they don't have to be expensive. No, they don't. I mean, a lot of retirees have planned and hoped to travel in retirement, right? And of course, that can be costly. But at this point, when you know you're watching the news and hearing about uh, how frustrating travel can be at this point, too, I think a lot of retirees are putting travel on hold. So, okay, so if travel's on hold what now? What are you going to do? Right. And so I think that's now's the time to, you know, uh, search out some other hobbies until things settle down on the travel front. All right. Very, very good advice for anybody, I think, looking to travel. Lori, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much. Great to catch up with you. You as well. Thanks, Jill. Have a great day. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski, senior portfolio, a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can call Lori and her team today, 604-695-LORI. With any questions you have about investing or retirement, you can also visit the website pinkowski.ca.